1: You are a Natch Butte. Natch Butte. Natch Butte. Na, 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 Natch, Natch, Natch Butte. Natch Butte. Oh yeah. There's a place off Natch Butte Avenue where I used to talk skin care with you. We would use code Natch and it felt so right. screening all day, creaming up all night. Creaming up all night There's a place on the corner of Nash Butte Street We would cream up our necks and our bare feet We would leave reviews and it felt so right Sun screening all day and creamin' up all night Creamin' up all night If I could see a room now things would get better. We could leave this town and cream forever. Let Natch crash down on me and take me away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte. Man, that really put me in a mood. I hope it put everybody out there in a summer happy, oiled-up body mood, okay? Because that's what Natche Butte is all about today. Welcome to Natch Butte. Do you know who's talking to you right now? If you don't, let me school you. It's the Beauty Talk Shock Shock, the Queen of Creams, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, the pop-punk princess, your favorite kooky southern aunt, Jackie Johnson. Yes, the intro has gotten even longer. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> we have an incredible guest today. I'm just gonna give y'all. I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. So a few months ago, it was a beautiful evening in Venice, under the stars, on Abbott Kinney, which is a main the main drag of Venice, California. I guess it's fair to say, we recorded a Nash Butte live um, event, and this person that is here with me today was my guest. We had an amazing conversation about skin and beauty and wellness, and we recorded it, and it was going to come out on Natch Butte, on the feed. And guess what? You know what? Sometimes life hits you. Sometimes life hits you, and you got to just roll with it. So basically what happened was the file was a little wonky, and we all know that Jackie J only puts out the best sound quality there is. So we decided to re-record and have a new conversation, and that's what's happening right now. So if you were one of the lucky folks in the crowd that night, you heard a conversation that will never be heard again. You're welcome. But for everyone else, it's fine. We're doing it here now. And it's going to be even better, honestly, because you know what? That song just pumped me to fuck up. So let me just get to my guest today, okay? My guest today is a holistic esthetician but she's more than that. She's the therapeutic skin coach. She coaches and guides people to truly transform their skin. She personally has the skin of an angel and she's gonna help us all look like her. Please welcome my guest, Haley Wood.
0: Hi. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back.
1: I guess I should say
0: thanks for having me again. Yes, but thank,
1: now you're in the studio and you're you're impressed, right? I'm so impressed. Yeah, I mean you couldn't even believe how nice it was when you walked in here. I love this. We have a Frankenstein head in the corner. We it's don't know my favorite why. Part, no. Yeah,
0: well, nobody knows. But oh, he's it's not just your your secondary mascot just yeah. hanging out
1: with you. That's actually the before photo.
0: Oh, um, yes, what I look like
1: before <laughs> <Natch-Butte>. <laughs> Um After all the skincare, restulin, whatever, this is what I look like today. Love it. Love so, so, Haley, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me again. I
1: am just in awe in awe of you and your talents and all of your expertise in the uh, world of aesthetic- estheticious. What is it? What's the... Um... Aesthetics. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yes, queen. Okay. So, we have so much to discuss. Yes, I think, we do. I think you're the first esthetician I've had on Atch No way. And this show is two Stop. and a half years old. What so an honor. I'm oh telling you. Oh, my Well, you know, I mainly... Uh, mainly we are just a bunch of amateurs having a conversation about what's in our purse. You know what I mean? We don't get to the real shit very often in here, but I'm honored you're here. The first question I ask everybody is what type of skin do you have? Yeah, And you have an amazing answer for this.
0: Right? Let's see if I can replicate this from (laughs) our live event. No pressure.
1: I was going to type out a script and have us just read the transcripts, (laughs) but I thought it'd be more fun to just talk.
0: Yes. So um, my skin type. I am what you would conventionally say like oily combination, Mm -hmm. but what I have sort of decided to call my skin is just very communicative. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was the word you used. Yes. I love that. So it's constantly telling me what I'm doing internally. It's Mm -hmm. constantly telling me if I need to adjust my skincare. Um, And when it's like extra sensitive, or it's extra oily, that's when I know I need to kind of navigate through my internal external care. So yeah, I I like to to name it communicative for sure. I love that. And I also I always ask that question. And
1: I want more guests to give me a different answer besides oily-dry combo. Like, I like that you added an adjective.
0: Yeah, well, we're so much more than that. There's no way that we all just fall under those three or four different types, you know? And
1: that was just, you think, marketing at one point. They were like, let's put on this bottle that if you have oily skin, you should buy this cleanser.
0: It's Yeah, I think it initially started um, through, like, Derms, you yes. know, because they needed a way to be able to categorize people. But we're so much more than that. And what you're born with and what you genetically have and are predispositioned to have is, is fine if you want to go with one of those labels. But I just think then, then like the marketing companies like went overboard right. with it. So then people stick to that even though their skin's always evolving. Right. So it can be a little confusing for the average consumer of skincare or someone who's new to it who doesn't really know what that even means or like
1: what type of skin do you have like it's I, I don't yeah. I still honestly don't fucking know yeah I'm like some days I'm oily some days I'm dry some days I'm exactly I don't know some exactly. days I have acne some days I literally have none I, at yeah. this point I'm just gonna jump out a
0: window you know what you're Jackie that's right my <laughs>
1: skin is Jackie exactly that's right okay so why don't we get a little into your practice cool Um. so your Instagram is at therapeutic skin coach yes what is a therapeutic skin coach? What does that mean to you? Because you yes. are an esthetician, you do facials, yes. you do, you have a couple other um, expertise yeah. areas, but but what does it mean to be a therapeutic skin coach?
0: Great question. So um, licensed esthetician can be kind of anything, and especially in different states, like you could be a facialist, a waxer, you know, all these different things that you can then get certified to do. And I just felt like I kind of didn't really fall under that category so much um, when I started to do my own practice a few years ago. And honestly, I came up with the term because I went to like a marketing event of sorts. And they were like, you know, when you come up with your own business name, like think of the things that you can sort of relate to. And it just kind of came out on me. I'm like, well, I guess I'm sort of like a therapeutic skin coach because I like to coach people, like to follow up with them and give them some support, you know, not just within the treatment, but then it's very much of a therapeutic session where I I mean, I love like the silent treatments where people just fall asleep and I can just just nurture them throughout the hour that we're together. But most of the time we get to the heavy stuff and they kind of unload and unpack whatever might be going on with them. And sometimes that leads us to why their skin might be communicating an imbalance. So I think it's a valuable thing. It's like cheaper therapy. <laughs> you know? I mean, that
1: honestly really kind of hit me. Right. Just because, you know, all the stress I've been going through lately... No wonder my skin's been acting crazy. Yeah. Because I'm going through some stuff. You're going through it, girl. And you can't, no matter what serum you slap on, Mm -hmm. if you're mentally drained or fatigued or stressed, then your skin's going to show it.
0: Yeah, and I I really want my clients and just the general population to understand that it's okay like because if you're going through something why wouldn't your skin communicate that if anything it's just trying to help guide you of like you know what you need more sleep right you know what you need to stop you know drinking or eating these things or at least kind of balance that out a little bit so I think it's an impactful tool but we're just not really we're not trained to do that I think we're not educated to think that anything but perfect poreless whatever skin is like okay when When, really
1: it is uh, right yeah yeah it's okay honey yeah but also (laughs) when you know i remember being a teenager in college or yeah i was a teenager in college for one year yeah i'll stick with that teens early years in college yeah uh my skin really started breaking out and i remember what did they do they said get proactive get this pill but really they should have been like are you okay yeah and I'm not saying that okay that's my parents' or my fault, but you don't know like we're just trained if there's a problem we fix it, we cover yep. it. Yeah. We we treat it topically, but really yeah. there
0: might be something going on. Yeah. I love that. And that's a holistic practitioner of any sort, right. I I just want to get to the root of it. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a multitude of different things that are going on, but they're all sort of manifesting in different ways. Right. And I feel like people, when it comes up on their skin, they're so ashamed of it when really, I mean, people with like perfectly clear skin could be having a different imbalance. Right. Um, it's just not so visible. So I just, I have a lot of gratitude for my skin telling me what's up, because at least I can see it and it gives me a directive. And so that's just the the whole premise of the therapeutic skin coaching practice.
1: You're doing the Lord's
0: work. <laughs> I think so <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so you have a lot of training and areas of expertise that you implement into your work. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to go down that list and you kind of kind of explain to us what these things are. please. Okay, so I always say it wrong. Reiki. No, you said it I right! I said it right, finally! <laughs> you did it! Oh my god, I graduated from Bumpkin University, finally. No, okay. that was perfect. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm gonna remember that. Reiki. Yeah. Like uh, raking the leaves, yeah, honey. Okay, exactly. Reiki. So, in case somebody doesn't know, no judgment, because I kind of think I know, but I kind of probably don't.
0: What is Reiki? It's a form of energy work, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was—they call it attuned. I was attuned in level one and level, level two, so I'm not a master. Mm-hmm. But how many levels do we get up? I to? I think there's like three, and then you can become a master of it, Ooh. which then you can attune other people. Okay. Um, this was when I lived in Austin, Texas, um, ten years ago, and I had this great massage therapist, Reiki master, who was willing to train the um, the staff at the spa that I worked at. So. I I got attuned in level one and level two. And really, it just was a way for me to kind of put a name to what I was sort of already doing, which is just a little bit of energy work where you can sort of sense... You know where there might be a blockage in someone's body, but you don't necessarily have to touch them. It's just sort of—I mean, this is going to sound really crazy, we but love, it's like
1: we love a kooky moment. Kind
0: of hovering your hands over them and then just placing that intention and just kind of guiding—you know, this this clearing of their chakras mm-hmm. and alignment of the chakras. Um, I I don't necessarily spend like too much time doing Reiki in my practice because there's so many reiki practitioners who that's all they focus on so sometimes if i feel like a client might need a little bit more of that type of work i'll just send them to one of my friends Mm -hmm. or a practitioner that i admire but i can kind of tap into it if i just feel like they need it right and it's just a little bit of me like holding space for them and seeing if i can sort of like energy energetically align them Um, And it's hard for me to explain because I've always sort of done it and Reiki was just a great way for me to put a name to it and actually have like some steps for me to follow so that I don't just feel crazy or I end up sort of overusing my energy to kind of align someone. It kind of gave me a a boundary Mm -hmm. of my energetic exchange, too. So, And this is, you know, somebody comes to your studio
1: for a facial Mm -hmm. and they will just get a little Reiki thrown in where needed kind of thing. Yeah, I
0: sprinkle it on there if it's needed for sure. Yeah.
1: Slap a mask on, do some Reiki in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are mad at that. It's
0: definitely during that mask time. You know, what else am I going to do? I do like some scalp work. And then if I feel like they're still kind of overly stressed and nervous, I'm like, all right, we got to get in there. Tell us about facial
1: reflexology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is this the thing where you go inside somebody's mouth? No. Okay, that's coming that's up. That's coming up. Okay, so what is facial reflexology? I feel like I see like foot reflexology yeah. on signs around Sunset Boulevard. Right. But what is <laughs> what is facial reflexology and, and and what is it in terms of your practice as well? Like yeah. how do
0: you implement that? Yeah. So I became certified in facial reflexology a couple of years ago. Um, And I didn't know what it was either. I just somehow stumbled upon this class. They invited me to be a guest in their class, and I I just ended up really loving what it all entailed. But if anyone's familiar with foot reflexology, it's just sort of like the map of the foot where there are different points that then lead to the different meridians that can help support any stagnation with any systems or organs. And the face can do that as well. There's different points that lead to the different meridians throughout the whole body. Um, And then the type of reflexology I was certified in is actually called multi-reflex, like multi-reflexology, because you learn different sort of facial maps. So if you know, you want to look at one system, you can kind of look at the face and be able to identify what might be off. And if that doesn't seem to really align with what's actually going on, it could be a different system. So you can kind of layer these different maps of the different systems in the body and see what might be going on and then work on it through the face. So it could be a matter of just me doing a couple pressure points or there's different protocols with different tools that can balance either the yin energy or the yang energy that could be in excess are depleted um, so you kind of work from there. For me I just look at it as like an opportunity to discover what else might be going on mm-hmm. internally you know and mm-hmm. it's really fun because um, when I first got certified it kind of was like I don't know about this. Like, I don't know if people are really going to take this seriously. And then I started asking people, I'm like, how's your knee? Because I could kind of see, like, where Whoa. that area might be. And right. they're like, you know what? I do have an injury there. I've had one for <gasps> this long. So then I would work on that point, And then they would come back and be like, you know, my knee feels better. Wow. So it's a lot of, like, trial and error. And I realized, like, oh, there's actual, like, full body work I could do, but just through the face. So it kind of... Is magic <laughs>
1: it's it's really g- cool but it's also kind of terrifying like yeah. kind of freaky deaky
0: yeah to hear that, yeah. that like if
1: my knee hurts i might get a zit like in my <laughs> on my nose or something that's really interesting
0: yeah the nose is really interesting so if you if you want to kind of just dive into it yourself yeah um you just look at shapes that are really alike so if you think of the spine what is it on your face that kind of looks like a spine it'd be the bridge of the nose like this long Mm -hmm. straight thing you know what I mean and so you can kind of rub the the bridge of the nose or like the the length of your nose and it's it's almost as though you're sort of sending off that energy to your spine to kind of like massage your back a little bit so it can be really fascinating yeah yeah you know
1: I don't want to go off topic here but I've been getting zits right here. Oh, yeah. Why? So So, I'm pointing to the middle between my nostrils, this little plane here. I've gotten to zit there every month for the past four
0: months. Mm. It depends on the time a month that you're getting it. If it's consistent, then I would look into your digestion. Mm -hmm. See if there's anything with, like, your stool that might Mm -hmm. be feeling a little irritated. So if you have any, like, irritated bowels or just, like, a nervous stomach, then that could be causing some irritation there. Or it could be... um, like it I wouldn't necessarily first go to the hips mm-hmm. but it could just be something like there's just something achy going on on like the pelvic floor or like your hips cuz that mm. would be sort of that area. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I mean I've been having listen, it's been
1: crazy. My it's body's been, a lot. been nuts. Yeah. Just all kinds of shits going on. So, but it is interesting because it keeps coming back, and it it only get it once a month. Mm-hmm. It's in my I believe you would call it my luteal phase. Yeah,
0: yeah, your luteal. So it could just be that time of the month. Where right, but you're I feeling never got more before. pressure or stress. Yeah, I never. Yeah, but you're not the Jackie you were before. That's true. Like Every you're day right. is a different. I'm you not know, the so. Jackie I was. <laughs> so you're always evolving. There's something.
1: There's something going on. Again, this isn't really uh, on topic and not your area of expertise, but we're here. Who knows. There's something going on with me. My um, luteal phase has been really, really hard. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. Yeah. I always break out. I always get really emotional. Yeah. And it was, it's never been, like, super pleasant, but it's, like, really been bad lately, so I'm thinking something's going on. You're stressed. I um, I, I got some stagnant blood or something. Yeah.
0: I would go to an acupuncturist yes. if you could because yeah. they'll work on that. Um, And then, too, th- I mean, you don't have to, like, say this on on the podcast, but they can, like, ask you more questions about what your blood looks like. Mm-hmm. And then they can tell you what your deficiency might be. Right. Yeah, because you could kind just of be they
1: always tell me I need to eat meat and then I get stressed out. So no, that's fine. There's, there's
0: different things you yeah. can do. You definitely don't need to eat meat. I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Listen, it's my life's passion at yes. this point. Let's talk about gua sha. Yeah. Slash gua saw. Yeah. I still don't know which is which. You can say gua sha. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll say gua sha. What do what do like white people say that Gua sha. <laughs> okay, I'll, then there we go. Gua sha. Okay. So you implement Different tools in your work. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, But you're specifically trained in gua sha work?
0: Yeah, I got certified in gua sha um, mm, a few years ago Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, it's so funny because it's been around for so long. It's a traditional Chinese medicine modality, but typically used primarily for the back or any stagnant chi on the body. So acupuncturists and traditional Chinese medicine practitioners have been using it for ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you Google it, it's terrifying. It just looks like a bunch of bruising. It almost looks like what cupping looks like, you know, that sort of that stagnant. I yeah. Blood. I didn't realize they gua on back. Yeah. And it's it's not actually like that aggressive of a treatment. But if you've got some stagnant flow, like it'll show up. So right. it just looks kind of aggressive. But the I want to get gua
1: shot. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I've gotten it done on my back and it's incredible. Um, but for the face, they've sort of... Um, made it a little bit more gentle because mm-hmm. the the primary purpose is to help with blocked flow in the lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. So there's a specific protocol to kind of open up the neck and then open up the sides of the neck to then like flow where the lymph will drain out to. And then if you've got any um, tension in the face, which we all do, especially in like the jaw mm-hmm. or in between the eyebrows. Um, it's a really great area to gently move out any of that stress. Um, So the practice in and of itself is really delicate. It's light. It's slow-paced because it's also really good for the nervous system. Anything that's like rhythmic, repetitive, and just intentionally soft can be really soothing to the parasympathetic. So that kicks in that rest and digest. And the result is kind of like the new like no tox movement Mm -hmm. where people feel like they don't necessarily need to invest in the injections as much anymore because it's like softening the frown lines and it's sort of letting those natural stressors that cause that that tension and those wrinkles to kind of like finally release themselves so then you have this nice flow to your skin again and yeah it's great I think it's I mean, I don't remember my facials without it now. Yeah, I love it. And I love doing it for myself as well. Um, it's kind of my form of self-care. If I'm just, like, feeling a little low and my skin's looking a little dull, I just sort of— Gua sha it up. Gua sha it up. Yeah.
1: We'll talk about that later because yeah. we have a question about it. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah,
0: very interesting work. Oh, yeah. Cool fact—
1: Okay, what is cranial sacral work? (laughs) These are all just straight from your website. Yes. What is cranial
0: sacral work? So there are like specific certifications you can take to do cranial sacral work. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of like accidentally stumbled upon it. I was taking this other class that was this facial sculpting class. And then I didn't realize that I signed up for like this mini class that was like doing more osteopathic work. Mm -hmm. And so it it was a little bit more of like uh, working in the back of the spine to kind of open up the occipital area, those two little like nods like Mm -hmm. right underneath the the cranium, like the skull, um, at the base of the spine that goes right into the brain. Um, and then also just like kind of the sides of the neck, just to like gently open that up so you can finally get some flow. Um, and then also like a little bit of that could be some intraoral work, uh, which is like going into the mouth. Right. And... We, which is next on my yes, list. Yeah. So let's go there. Yeah.
1: Okay. So when you get a facial with Haley. You go to the therapeutic skin coach skincare studio and you Mm -hmm. get a facial from you. You will do. Do you do this on everyone? No. Okay.
0: I do it on a lot of people. Case by case. But it's case by case. Okay.
1: Intraoral massage. Yeah. So explain to us what that is and what it does.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. Because
1: this is very interesting. I had never heard of
0: this. Oh, really? Yeah. Not even after Meghan Markle got married? That was like her whole thing. Everybody was all about it. They also call it like the buccal massage. So you've probably heard of it. You know it. I know know it now, but
1: like this is – just tell us. I have a feeling a lot of folks don't know what the fuck this is. Please.
0: Yeah. So um, it's a gloved procedure Mm. in which we uh, go into the mouth so that we can massage a little bit deeper because – I mean, I can kind of sculpt from the outside, but if I can anchor in with like one finger in the mouth and the rest of my hand on the outside of the mouth, I can really sort of like create and mold and lift whatever structure I'm working on. But it's also fantastic for people with TMJ because we can really get into the area of tension and massage that out. Um, I've never had anybody massage my face. Like no that way. Day. No, but like... <gasps> Where they oh stick God. their damn
1: hands in and, and oh, yeah. really get in there. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But no one I've never had that done.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know the like the nasal labial folds mm-hmm. right here. And even just a lot of people hold tension just around their mouth. I do for sure. Um, we can kinda go in there and like with one finger in and one finger out just really slowly massage out that that tension. I know when I get it done it looks like I had lip filler. Like yeah. my lips are just so like perfect and plump and I never really realize like where I'm holding tension until I look at a photo of myself and like my smile's a little crooked and I'm seeing like oh I'm just holding a little, little like muscle tension there so we're working on some of those muscles that might just be like in constant mm-hmm, activation sure. from breathing, eating, you know
1: Talking, talking yeah,
0: <laughs> that's that could be like one form of buccal massage for sure. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's a it's a great practice, yeah. and it it kind of shapes the whole face. Even people who have um sort of like the jowls or like the double chin, like we can kind of go under the chin and work and sculpt that out because it's just like the stagnant flow. Right. It's just like. Things that aren't moving where they're meant to be moving in your muscle structure um, and in your skeletal structure on the face. So we're just able to finally release that and just get things flowing It makes
1: perfect sense. I mean, like I said, no one's ever massaged my my mouth in that way my face in that way. So I'm like what would happen? I should have brought some gloves and we could do it. Oh on my <laughs> god. Yeah, <laughs> can maybe you imagine? we'll do an uh, Instagram TV. Yeah. Yeah. Be I fun. mean that would be really funny. I'd be fine with that. Okay, so the last two things you have listed are facial sculpting and manual lymphatic drainage, which mm-hmm. we sort of have discussed in yeah. all these things. Yeah. But you're you're basically saying that you can do some sculpting work on a person and they'll leave looking different. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and it, that it's not we're not saying it's a permanent change, no. but no, you will but, I mean, see a difference. You can
0: definitely invest in like a weekly series, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's kind of like going to a boot camp. Like it's a it's passive f- fitness for the face. Mm-hmm. So if you're going into the gym and you're working out all the time, eventually things I am, start to. You know? I mean, I'm yeah. a
1: hard body. Everybody knows that about me. Same. Yeah, I'm very athletic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Same. Um. So. Eventually, you start to see like things shift and mold, so eventually you can kind of get at that shift in your face too because we 're working on the muscles we 're not necessarily just working Skin. Uh, like the topical layer right. or like the the very superficial layer by trying to over exfoliate it we 're getting movement going, and we're we're actively working certain muscles. So that they do get that lift and they actually get some relief as well because some of them are always underworking or overworking. So it's just making sure that they have that balance. Um, it's a pretty intense uh, facial. Whenever I do it, it's yeah. exhausting. I have to like really work on my body mechanics to make right. sure I'm not exhausted. But um, it's 90 minutes, and that usually includes the intraoral, and it's just this transformative thing. And honestly, there's no extractions. There's a mask if I feel like it, mm-hmm. but it's just me and like a massage oil. Yeah. And you look as if you just had like 10 extra things done. It's phenomenal.
1: Damn, I want to do it, and I want to yeah. film it and make everybody yes. look at it. That's oh my crazy. gosh, you would love it. That kind of lends itself to my next question, which is, what is the philosophy you have on skin that is different from other estheticians? And I feel like we've already kind of gotten into it because yeah. I've been, I've had facials, and I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are. You get there, they steam you, they mm-hmm. put a towel on you, they do a mask, they put extractions on you, they put a cucumbers over your eyes, they spritz you, you're out. Yeah. We don't get into, and are done. you okay? Yeah. What's really going on? Yeah. Can we sculpt your mouth? Can we gua sha your life? Like mm-hmm. These are some things that you definitely get into that other estheticians may not. But what is the philosophy you have on skin?
0: Well, I mean, it's always evolving, mm-hmm. but definitely it's a lot more holistic where I... I just think it's a guide to mm-hmm. what else is going on within you, mind, body, and spirit. So I don't necessarily think that the standard approach that we're taught in beauty school of, like, cleanse, steam, extract, mask, right, massage, right. you know, SPF, and you're done. And, you know, I don't really think that that fits everybody, especially because yeah. everybody has different conditions. And I tend to attract a lot of people with – um different health imbalances. Uh, They're just going through whatever they're going through. And so I kind of have to intuitively tap in to see what their needs are. And then I custom create a facial for them. So I don't necessarily know how it compares to the more conventional estheticians nowadays because... I generally don't like know what they do anymore. Right. I, there's so there's so much out there now that I'm like I, don't know, I w- I'd have to go get a standard facial right. to see. And but compare. there are a lot of holistic estheticians out there. They just kind of are now like starting to become a little more popular because of social media, which is awesome. I think it's a great platform for us to share our work. But basically it's that I don't have authority on the skin. I just want to listen to the skin and and find a balance for it again. And also, I want my clients to feel empowered by what their skin is communicating with them. So it's a lot of education on self-talk. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of education on how to. I hear that. Right? Well, because we see zits and we're like, I hate these. Get them off me. Yeah. And you say it, but then you're thinking it, right. and you're thinking worse thoughts. But everywhere and it's you all go, it, yeah.
1: I'm like, everyone's looking at my zit right now. Yeah. Everyone's looking at my zit right yeah. now. That doesn't help.
0: No. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. They're looking at the essence of Jackie. They're seeing right. the whole person. If they are staring at your zit, it's like a projection of their own fear because they probably think they have a zit too. You know what I mean? You're but so like right. the tiny, they really are skin little. Coats. Yeah. The tiny zit is such a fraction. It's like a tiny percentage of your whole self. Yeah. So it shouldn't necessarily have the power to lower your self-worth but it does and then there's some deeper conditioning that's going on that yeah. we have to kind of address and tap into and it's like it's scary and i just think that if we don't address that then it's just going to be a perpetual cycle you yeah. know what i mean it's going to start to kind of like go into different areas of your life mm-hmm. or different areas of your life are starting to affect your skin and then you can be purchasing all of the products you can be going to the most expensive facials and you're still just not going to see the results you know there's people with great skin super clear like practically poreless and they don't see it right so what's going on there you know so that's a lot Uh, of the work (laughs) do people ever cry in your all the time
1: i was about to say all the time i feel like i would totally just fall apart
0: yeah it's a release it's a safe space yeah yeah feel free you know and yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't hit it with people. They just, like, they're not ready for the work, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Because then I've, I trust that they'll align with whoever is meant to be helping them at that time. But, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the work I wish I had <laughs> when I was younger and I breaking mean, honestly, out all over the place, you know? Honestly. So, yeah. Uh,
1: okay, well, we're. I feel like we've talked about all these things. Let's see. Okay, let's talk about... I have here, Skincare doesn't have to be harsh for it to work. Yeah. And I am assuming I read that on one of your Instagrams or something. Let's talk about the proper way to cleanse.
0: Mm, yeah. So,
1: you know, because... We're all kind of at this point. When I say we, I mean us elder millennials. <laughs> we're kind of all reprogramming our brains mm-hmm. because when we were all growing up, we would buy those harsh. Oh yeah. You know, ben- what are they called? Peroxide, benzoyl peroxide yeah. cleansers. The yeah. like acid cleansers. These straight that would strip Stridex away your shit. Pads, yeah. Yes. And we're still all kind of like again. If you would have told me, oh, you're going to be putting straight up oil on your face to remove your makeup, I would have gone. You're insane. Mm-hmm. No oil will go near me. So let's talk about the proper way to cleanse.
0: Yeah, I was the exact same way. Yeah. I'm of the same generation yeah. where I just definitely thought that oil and bacteria needed to be completely eliminated in order for me to have clear, healthy skin. Mm-hmm. When really you do need a certain amount of oil, you do need a certain amount of, like, healthy bacteria, as we know with all this conversation on the microbiome. The microbiome, baby. Yeah. I could talk microbiome all day. I love it. Um. So, yeah, with cleansing of the skin, I, I teach an intentional practice that's— mm-hmm. Let's not just like go for the facial wipe. Though those, sure, they come in handy when when needed. But I very much teach an intentional practice of. Take a second. Mm-hmm. Think about what your skin is like needing at this moment, because yeah. we can really get into that routine of like, OK, well, there's just a cleanser like that's on my counter. I'm just going to use that day in and day out. And I'm going to do it really quickly because I want to get to the fun stuff. I want to get to the exfoliating, mm-hmm. the masking, the expensive serums, when really like the cleansing part is sort of like your reset. And it gives you an opportunity to touch your face and really feel what's going on and infuse in the self-love.
1: Ooh, I so love
0: that. right, yeah.
1: I mean, what's the deal with these damn wipes? I have I so
0: many friends. Do you like wipes? Are you I don't. Wipe? But, okay, good. well, I mean, <laughs> when you
1: were in the you know the entertainment business, sometimes you come home from a set. Yeah, and you,
0: you, you kind of have to
1: wipe. I'll wipe yeah. the huge thick layer off, but then I'll still then do my double cleanse. Mm-hmm. You know, I have friends, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to name y'all by name, but I know you're listening. <laughs> that literally, they do a wipe for night. I know. That's their that's their cleanse. I know is a wipe. For night. I'm not judging you but I'm judging you.
0: I'm judging you too. Mostly because you're not really getting anything. All you're doing is just like either pressing the product in, slightly removing a little bit of makeup. The wipe is just a makeup wipe. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do it like in your case where you have this extreme like, you know, I I still call it stage makeup, but you know, like you have that on. Or if I
1: like go to a party, like I do a
0: full beat and I get home at night, I'll do a wipe to kind of initially
1: get a lot of it off before I do the rest. To my routine, my exactly. cleanse. But,
0: exactly. Yeah. So it's just a process of using something gentle. I like to do oil cleansing mm-hmm. for myself. It's actually what helped me clear my skin when I was continuously breaking out for over a decade. I started using organic jojoba oil and just like a cloth and then boom, yeah. my skin cleared. Yeah. It was insane. And it was just kind of me gently cleansing and getting to all areas of my face without like going too quickly or aggressively, but just sort of listening in with my hands and feeling what was going on and noticing like, oh, you know what? Like my T-zone's a little drier than I thought. Maybe I shouldn't be using this benzoyl peroxide or this salicylic acid. Maybe I should use something that's a little gentler. Mm -hmm. So it's like a it's the initial conversation that you tap into before you... Do the rest of your routine. It kind of sets the stage. So I like to just take my time. Um, I prefer to not do it in the shower because then, like, you can't necessarily go to your next step fast enough. But I totally get that that's a convenient thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll we'll get to that because I have a question about that. Oh, yeah. And it's just gently massaging the product in and allowing yourself to take, like, some nice deep inhales and exhales to just really fully get some oxygen flow within – your skin, you know? Yeah. And then removing either if you're doing, like, an oil cleanse just with, like, a a warm washcloth or, you know, just making sure that you have, like, room temperature water, not too hot, not too cold um, to remove, and then just going into the next step. And I like to have, like, a dry, clean towel each time. Like, I don't use the shower towel because it's, like, Mm -hmm. that's for my body. And, like, I don't know if my husband's been using it, too. Like, it's just kind of hanging up there. so.
1: Yeah. I always say you never know what people are doing in your bathroom.
0: I know. And so that's the damn facts. So you don't know who's touching yeah. what to
1: their what with your towel. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And I, I alternate between using um oil cleansers or cream cleansers there are some good gel cleansers out there i just prefer formulas that are gentler because i think over time it's better for the skin Mm -hmm. um but every once in a while if you feel attracted to something that's going to be a little bit more invigorating because that's just what you need like Mm -hmm. maybe you're feeling dull maybe you just haven't like had like a really deep cleanse in a while then go for it you know
1: and how long should we be cleansing our face Longer than what most people do, right? Um, I feel like the commercials. It's like it's like one splash, yeah. But (laughs) really, (laughs) but really, like we should be spending a good minute or so, right? Especially
0: if you're wearing makeup. If you're wearing makeup, um, I love the double cleansing method. I think it's phenomenal. But for one, like just to get around the eyes and making sure that you don't like leave with raccoon eyes, like that's that'll take like a good twenty seconds, fifteen seconds, and. Um, I mean, you don't have to, like, make it a whole big deal, but it also isn't just, like, this fast thing. You want to make sure you get that step done really well because I think about it in my facial treatment. Like, my cleansing to just even start the treatment is, like, five, ten minutes. Yeah. And then we get into the fun stuff. So when clients come in and they have makeup on and I'm using, like, three towels and I'm, like, all of a sudden in my, like, third cleanse, I'm like, you realize – this is your day-to-day makeup, and it's taken me a professional three cleanses to get all this off. I'm like, maybe we need to, like, elongate your uh, facial cleansing routine. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't say longer than a minute for sure. But if you're doing it for less than five seconds, then you've not touched your face. You've not really connected to what's going on. You've definitely not taken a breath and to see, like, okay, this is what my skin needs right. now for sure.
1: We're also out of touch with ourselves.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to, like, tune in. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Let's talk about, because I know this is a passion of yours, mm. you have an ebook, How to Break Up with Picking Your Skin. Yay. So help us with when we get a zit. Uh-huh. Okay. We get a big old zit. I wake up. There's a big old zit. I see the head on it. It's just smiling at me on my cheek. Sure. I know you're adamant that we leave it alone. Yeah. How do we do that? What should we do to it? Do we leave it there? Do we put something on? Well, help me. Yeah. Help me answer this question, Ailey. What do we do?
0: Well, there's different different types of breakouts and how I usually... Coach my clients through it, and Mm -hmm. what I explain in the ebook is: by the time you see it there, and it's finally like making a head, it's Mm -hmm. already almost done. Yeah. So why intervene now? You know, Um, because you could be prolonging it. And there are those instances where it's like just that little white head. Someone goes in with a little Q-tip, and it comes right out, and they clean it. It's fine. In those cases, like great, but mm, that's not always the case. Oh no, I've picked at them, and then I
1: wake up, and they're four times bigger. Yes, I do it again. They're even bigger. And it won't go away. It's like it just keeps coming. So
0: there's a multitude of pores that are being affected, even though it feels like it's just sort of coming from one. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're feeling any sort of like heat itchy like any sensation or even mm-hmm. even if it's painful like I would just prefer people don't intervene um, but you can definitely treat you can mask like you could put like a clay mask on it something to help like dry it up or something soothing that might like kind of cool it down I'm a huge fan of like wrapping up an ice cube in like a little soft cloth or even a paper towel and just holding it there if it has any heat to kind of draw out the heat or if it's feeling swollen so yeah there's ways to be proactive I get a lot of water intake in make sure that that you're drinking a lot because that'll h- help kind of stimulate some of the lymph flow, making sure that everything is just kind of flushing through the way it's meant to. Um, I it, mean, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, when I go to bed and I
1: see a zit, instead of picking it to hell, just mm-hmm. put a little clay mask on it. Yeah, Like, why don't Treat I it. do that? I'm yeah. telling you, sometimes I pick at them and I wake up and there's three new neighbors surrounding it. Of course. Because I pushed it all yeah. over, right? Yeah, you
0: pushed it in or, you know, I mean, some people genuinely think they're estheticians. They go in and they've got like this light on themselves. They got this magnifying. You say people, you're mean and (laughs) me. You're mean and me.
1: Yeah. And then you get really frustrated, especially you know, this all goes back to like the psychology of of acne and, and what we've been through because my acne specifically was such a Sadness yeah. in my life, and you it affected me see, so mentally.
0: You start to see yourself yes. at that age yes. when you had acne. Yes, I look oh, in the yeah. mirror
1: and I'm like, I'm 21. I just got in L.A. I yeah. can't go on auditions. Yep. I, you know, I, I, I'm a monster.
0: And yeah. I pick and pick. Yeah. So then you go to that mindset that you were yes. at when you were 21, which is yes. not as healthy as it is no, now. I'm know? so much healthier now. You're I'm... so much more of a grown ass woman. I'm where a grown ass woman. You know what to do. And yes. you know that those those thoughts and those deep seated, like limiting beliefs that you had when you were 21, they're not true anymore. Yes. But when you see it, it kind of triggers that. So then you either have like this compulsive control to fix it mm-hmm. or to self harm. in yes. a Yes. Yes.
1: That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's truly yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I struggled with it for years mm-hmm. and it's like I would black out and all of a sudden like I picked half my face. Yeah, I would do that. And I'd be humiliated because then I'd go to my job afterwards and I looked like I had scabs all over. And why would a client trust me to then do extractions on them or, or to be nurturing towards them if I wasn't nurturing towards myself? So, yeah, it was a lot of like deep psychology work yeah. for me. yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's just taken a lot of clients and me coaching them through it to really figure out what's going on. And that's definitely what I talk about in the ebook, just to how to break up with it and mm-hmm. also how to not hold so much shame about it right. as you're going through it because it's human. It's human. People yes. are going to want to pick. I, right. You know, if it's not that, it's like a cuticle or it's like an eyebrow right. hair or it's, you know. It's always something. It's always something. Yeah. So how do we redirect that and how do we form a healthy habit out of it without shaming ourselves or feeling worse about it, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, When we recorded this episode the first time, um, which I think we're doing a really good job. I don't feel like we're talking about any of the same things. I know. We're really keeping it fresh. I know. However, I do recall, because I have notes, that you recommended a spot treatment that you like. Yeah. And I would just like you to tell everybody what
0: it is. Um, So I primarily work with a brand... Um, It's called Laurel Whole Plant Organics. Mm -hmm. It's um, handcrafted, all organic whole plants, obviously, from Northern California. She has this blemish treatment that's to die. It's just a few different ingredients, really simple. Um, It's kind of pricey, but worth it because you just need like one drop for the area. And it soothes it, but it also kind of dries it out. Um, And there's like a therapeutic quality to it in terms of its aroma. It's actually really soothing. Um, There's also another one. One from Audacity, that's their black human cage but oil. Mm-hmm. I love that one. that one, I love that
1: brand. Yeah, aren't oh, they great? So,
0: so chic. Serum serum concentrates are really, really smart. Cause then you can you know, they come in like such small packaging because mm-hmm. people tend to overuse serums. Like right. they'll buy the same one every month and their skin might not need it, but they, they made them intentionally small because you might need different things every month. Cute. So I love that. But their it's their spot treatment. Um that one's really beautiful as well. And What's the brand? Uh, Osmia. They Mm -hmm. have a beautiful, uh, like, roll on treatment that I also really enjoy. That one's great. Schooling us today. Schooling (laughs) us today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. uh, Okay. Let's talk about why you aren't supposed to wash your face in the shower. You sort of (laughs) brushed on this, but. This is so fascinating to me. Again, my entire effing life, all I've ever done is taken while well, I'm in the bath or I'm in the shower, I wash my face. And I remember reading on certain blogs and things, you're not supposed to do that. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck? But you kind of just said why. Tell us why we shouldn't. And then like some alternatives of things we can be doing in the shower that would be beneficial. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, people are going to do it regardless. So, I mean, I might as well just explain why I primarily like, because I think it just creates. This, like, fast effect to the skin because you're also doing other stuff. So maybe, like, your shampoo is then, like, dripping down right. on your face and, like, you're right. not sure if you've gotten it all. Um, and then moving into the next step of your routine then just takes that much longer. Right. So then, you know, when typically when you're cleansing the skin, you're kind of raising your pH and then the skin needs to then neutralize it Why you use a toner or mm-hmm. a hydrosol, something to kind of then balance it out. Mm-hmm. So then you prep yourself for the antioxidants of your serum. Um. So then if you've got like a five-minute or 15-minute wait right. from one step to another, the skin is desperately needing to self-neutralize, which can then create this inflammatory effect. This makes perfect – Friggin sense. Right. So I mean, if you want, go ahead and just like do it the very last step in your shower and then have your hydrosol or your hydrator or your toner or whatever ready to go and then just go to that next step right away. Yeah. It's not the worst thing you can do, but if yeah. you have an inflammatory skin condition like rosacea, um, acne, anything that you I think I do. No, well, I don't know. You, I had I, somebody tell me
1: my face look inflamed a few days ago.
0: Oh, well, it might have a few days ago, in which case that wouldn't have been a good day to right. wash it in the shower. Right. And also, too, don't you feel like everyone uses, like, way too hot of shower water? Like I mean, it's, I, wouldn't necessarily, I love a good scorch. Oh, yeah. Honey, I love a scorch. Oh, me too. Yeah. But it's drying to the skin. Yes, it's, yes. like, just, like, stripping away all this, right. like, really great. Same with your hair. Exactly. It makes your hair color fade out. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I wouldn't. Um, but instead, like, feel free to slap a mask on there yeah. and like let the steam of the shower, like help the mask to soften it and to kind of soften like any congestion you might have. Yeah. Um, or you could do a hydrating mask in there if you are kind of dry and you don't want the skin to then um, get compromised from the steam and all the extra heat. So there's things I think masking to in do. the bath or shower is such a good idea. Oh, it's I my mean, favorite why am I not thing. done that? It's my favorite yeah. thing. I love just um, – I'm a big fan of, like, honey masks, mm-hmm. um, which, I don't know. You're vegan. You, are you I a try, honey person? I try no. not to, but – Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. But for me, I feel comfortable knowing, like, if I if I know that the bees are – Okay. Yeah. Um, in the brand that I use, they have a honey mask, and they're really
1: well. You better tell us. I mean, you can't leave the honey's hanging. Yeah, no need to know the names of <laughs> yeah. products. It's
0: the it's the Laurel her honey berry oh, mask, no. and she is adamant in making sure that the bees do not get. Um. Like impacted in a negative mm-hmm. way. If in fact she'll change, like who her mm-hmm. her sources. is. The if, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. I've always liked that because it's like hydrating and enzymatic. But you know, you can also do whatever whatever choice you have yeah. whatever you're drawn to um josh roseberg has a really nice one um his active enzyme exfoliator i do think that has honey in it as well though that one's really good honey
1: has like antimicrobial properties yeah. right and that's yeah. why it's in so many masks
0: oh yeah yeah it's just this nice like cure-all mm-hmm. in my and opinion. it's hydrating it's hydrating yeah. um it's yeah it's kind of like an all-in-one perfect skincare product that yeah. you can like just buy at the grocery store too if you want you know yeah so yeah, that's a good that's a good option if you if you want to do that. But I just I cannot get in the bath without putting something on cuz then otherwise I start to feel like my skin gets dehydrated mm-hmm. and it needs something, so I always put some sort of mask on. I'm going
1: to tell you what happened to me last night. Oh, I'm excited. And I feel like this happens to me all the time and it's just I you're you're just changing lives. So <laughs> I went to Pilates last night, got sweaty. Went home, decided not to wash my hair because I hardly ever wash my hair, if I'm being honest at this point. Yeah, and same. I, like, plan it around my social life. Yes, yeah, same. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to the Stranger Things premiere, not to brag, but I mm. am on Friday. So, oh, I'm like, my so my hair is, yes. So, my hair has to be really cute. So, I'm like, okay, if I wash it on Sunday, that means I'm going to have to wash it again twice before Friday. Mm-hmm. What day am I choosing? I kind of um yeah, socially... Yeah. yes. So I decide I'm not going to wash my hair. So my dirty, sweaty Pilates hair is up in a scrunchie in the bath. I don't take a shower. I take a bath. I wash my face first thing. I always do it first thing because I'm like, my face is gross and I want to wash it. Yeah. And then I sit in boiling water. I'm talking like I was cooking myself like a lobster dinner. And then I start sweating. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel the you sweat feel it in your, my hair. Yeah. And I in your feel eyebrows. sweat getting on my head. And I'm like, I just washed my face. And now I'm sitting in dirty water, mm-hmm. floating in my own filth with the steam making my face sweat. Yeah. So now I'm filthy again. Yeah. My face is filthy again. <laughs> so I'm like, I should wait till I'm out of the fucking shower to fucking wash. It's <laughs> just sitting in a damn dirty pit of my own filth. And guess what? I didn't rewash, I just did the toner.
0: Yeah. That's what I would I'm say. disgusting. That's what I was going to say, I'm a though. fucking monster. Well, because then you don't want to wash it again and then like dry yourself out even more. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's actually that was a, a good intuitive move on your end. It's oh, just look to at then you. go to the toner. OK. Yeah, might as well.
1: But I've, I swear, like I when you're when you're sweating in mm-hmm. the bath, there's an issue. Yeah. It's like this is not a time to be sweating. Yeah. It's the opposite of sweating. You're trying to be unsweaty. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be unsweaty in the bath and I'm sweaty in the bath. Yeah. You okay. can't be sweaty in the bath. You can't be sweaty in the bath. Get out of here.
0: It's just because you had just gotten done working out. So your heart rate was also up already. I mean, like I said before, I'm really athletic.
1: (laughs) Can I just say that I've gone to Pilates twice in a week and I'm going again on Wednesday. Like, I'm like making this a thing. I'm trying, you know, listen, we're trying to yes new jackie new jackie Yes. new jackie goes to pilates new jackie puts a mask on in the bath Man. new jackie doesn't fucking sweat in the bath
0: okay pilates is it though yes like, for
1: sure because yes. you don't really
0: feel like you're doing yes. anything that crazy and it's, all of a sudden your ass is like
1: an inch up i mean it's unreal if if you haven't done pilates anybody out there I highly recommend just going because it will humble you. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a fucking Adonis. I don't care if you're a gold medalist in the Olympics. You sit. You sit, and they hand you a little ring, and they go, hold this ring and squeeze it, and move an inch, move yeah. an inch, and you fucking start to hurt. Yeah. You use muscles you didn't know you had. I'm always the one that's just shaking uncontrollably. Oh. She said sh- the shaky spot. She yeah. was like, oh, I'm looking around, no one's shaking but me. Yeah. And I'm of shaking <laughs> uncontrollably yeah. like I'm my own personal earthquake. Like yeah. there's an earthquake on only me. Yeah. And I'm just like, "What?" And is everyone else in here just really strong or something? I mean, it really humbles you. Yeah, for sure. And right now, as we're speaking, Ailey, my whole body's sore. Yeah. Every inch of me is sore. I don't know if it's helping or if it's just killing your body. It feels like I'm dying, but apparently it's a good thing. I don't know. I don't understand you jocks. Yeah. I try so hard, but it's just not in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Okay. Would you... You're cool staying another 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I I would love... Great. I would love to do some questions from the audience. Now, these are questions that were asked at the live show, Ooh. but we're going to reask them and get new answers. Oh, I hope so. I hope yes. I can answer them. You <laughs> can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm going to say their names and everything because again, I <gasps> yeah. feel horrible that they didn't get to you know hear their hear them on the show. Okay. So this was the first question from Kendra. She said her favorite episode of Natch Butte was the Osea Malibu episode, which was so cute. good. It was so good. Kendra was super cute, as are all the honeys. She said, I eat right, I exercise, I do all the things, I use all the products. But once a month, hormonal acne comes, no matter what I do. Am I doomed for life? What do I do? And this is a very controversial topic for Mm -hmm. Haley Wood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's very interesting. And ever since we had this conversation, I've thought about it extensively. So let's talk about, quote unquote, hormonal acne. You have a very interesting theory about this. I
0: remember this question mm-hmm. and I, you know.
1: It's... And I feel like the uh, gasps went over the crowd. It's very interesting.
0: Um, So we all have hormones, yes, right? Yes. So wouldn't just any acne be hormonal acne? I just think it's a little lazy, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe in this individual's experience yes. that perhaps an imbalance in her hormones throughout her cycle is causing like something to get depleted or to cause a low immunity in which that then causes a stagnation, which then causes an infection or whatever it is that is causing her imbalance in her skin. So it's almost like, yeah, we can say it's hormones, but I think it's a little lazy because usually there's like something else going on in there. So you know it, it it's just identifying where you're at in your your cycle mm-hmm. what stage you're at and where your hormones are at in that point and seeing if there's any cycle syncing you can yes. do so you can cycle sync with anything from like your stress you know there's times of the month where we can be more optimal with like creative projects or more like those like to-do lists you know mm-hmm. just getting like the the random stuff done during the day um Which I try to follow, but because I see clients all the time, like, my my period just won't, like, land when I think it's going to. So then I can't really manage that. But at least I'm aware of it. So then if I'm a little more fatigued, I don't push myself, right? Um, And then you can also do that with foods and making sure that you're supporting yourself with different foods because you could just be needing – different nutrients at different times. Um, There's something called seed cycling. If you're into like seeds, you know, just making that could be a really good way Mm -hmm. for her to navigate that. Um, And then also, I feel like when people start to see their breakouts that's when they want to do something about it as opposed to being more preventative so if you notice a pattern of this like monthly thing then do something about it the first like two weeks before or like 10 days before by maybe doing like a more extensive mask ritual or that's when you go see your esthetician um it doesn't necessarily have to be like oh this happens now I'm screwed it, like and it's yeah. just my hormones because then you start to perpetuate this shame about just having your menstrual cycle yeah. and then yeah. you you start to associate it with like should I go on birth control should I do? and it's like that kind of doesn't have anything to do with it you know what I mean you yeah. could just be stressed out because you're not managing your phases appropriately according to whatever you're going through I'm telling you it all
1: makes such sense because I like we talked about at a certain point every time I'm ovulating I now break out, mm-hmm. get no sleep, yeah. get really sad, yeah, have a really hard time. Yeah. That's been happening for the past few months. Yeah. um, Sort of around when my divorce started going down. Like, it, yeah. it really makes perfect sense
0: now. Well, everything's um, peaking. All of right. your hormones peak and then right. they drop suddenly. Yeah. It's really common. Yeah. And especially... You know, for as long as we've had our periods, they're always evolving. So you may not have had any of those symptoms, but now that you're dealing with this stress and this trauma, like, of course you're going to feel it, you know? Yeah, and it makes sense. I'm not
1: sleeping, so therefore my face breaks out Yeah, because my body isn't getting rest. Like you said, your immune system, it makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. So if... If I decide to go to bed two hours earlier, Mm -hmm. if I decide to, like you said, maybe up the mask regimen a little bit, um, be a little more kind to myself in terms of what I'm eating and drinking and doing, instead, maybe it'll help offset some of these things. It makes perfect
0: sense. Yeah. It's a little too easy, which is why it's so much... Right. Instead of blaming my damn period on the
1: zits, I just maybe should preemptively... Take, you know, get a little more rep, but it's mm-hmm. obviously easier said than done. I mean, I'm right. telling you, if only women were given the uh, a certain week, a month, an extra hour of sleep a night, I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be nice? Oh,
0: I would love that. Yeah. That's the society I want to live in.
1: <laughs>
0: Kamala Harris, can
1: you put that in your fucking... I'm just kidding. I don't right. know. I don't know what candidate would be okay with that. Elizabeth Warren, or are we going to... Who knows? Somebody help us here. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg? I don't know. Somebody put that in the damn policies. Okay. Love that! Great question, thank you, Kendra. Um, so no, you're not doomed for life, Kendra. You no. just gotta be a straight. You gotta take a little more care
0: during certain times and see if that makes a difference. Can I make a book recommendation? Yes, uh, Woman Code by Alyssa VT. It's, it's so remarkable how many people I've recommended it to, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that this even happened." Right. I'm like, "Well, it's a cycle that you are constantly in. And right. So why not empower yourself with that education?" Yes. She is, like, profound. I love her. And there's great resources out there, but I think it's, like, an easy read. Mm-hmm. And she's just got some great resources on her website at all uh, as well, yeah. you
1: know. I love tracking my cycle. Yeah. It's a hobby. I love have said it, it, it on Natch It's a hobby. I, I wear my Ava bracelet every night.
0: I use it, too. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Use
1: code Natch. Um, they do sponsor the show or Good. have at one point. I wear it every night. It's really interesting. Yeah.
0: It's really, really interesting. It's nice to know what your sleep cycle is i figured That's out that, what's like, very interesting is if the sleep. i get full-on eight hours mm-hmm. like my digestion's great if i get even like slightly less than that it's a little off and i'm like all right, cool i'll wow. get eight hours every night yeah. i'm down
1: i mean there are nights when it says four Oh, during like yeah really hard times of course and it's really shitty i never yeah. really had sleep problems before do you, you know, wake up at a certain stress. time uh-huh. in the night
0: do, what, is it like the same time every night yeah. What time?
1: Four or five.
0: Yeah, it could be. I mean, you'd have you'd have to double check with like a a naturopath or an, an acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. But there are. It's probably uh, with like a specific organ. Mm. Maybe the liver. Maybe the lungs. And the lungs. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. Liver is a lot of stress and anger. Yeah. So it's probably all of those. Things. <laughs> yeah. So if you supported one of those, I'm two all things, those
1: things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it, you really can, interesting. You could get better sleep for sure.
1: Very interesting work. Next question is from Lacey. Her favorite episode of Nashville was the episode with Lena Metcalf, physician mm-hmm. assistant to the stars, like myself. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, I am a star. Damn it! I don't. I take that back. Okay. She wanted to know about. Okay, we go to see Haley Wood. We get an appointment. We guasha. We ma- lymphatic drain. All these things. What are some things we can do at home to help with manual lymphatic drainage? And how do we support our lymph system ourselves? And I know we can gua sha ourselves, but, but uh, do you have a, on your website or anything how to gua sha yourself? How to implement them into your own practice and not have a pro do it? And then how often, etc.?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have um, some online courses, some online tutorials Mm -hmm. on how to do it for sure Mm -hmm. because there are some contraindications like if you're feeling sick, like Mm -hmm. if you have a lingering infection, you don't necessarily want to overstimulate the lymph because you could like cause or like yourself to get sick Mm -hmm. because then you're activating the lymph to do Mm -hmm. what it does best, which is to like help your immunity. Yeah. so I I list a lot of that on there too, just in case. And you don't want to go over an area that's inflamed. So like if you are having like a lot of active breakouts, like I wouldn't go over that. But you can go on the outside of it to kind of help open up those pathways. But you know you could definitely do the gua sha at home. There's some great like you know uh, facial massage techniques that you can also do. I also offer that on my site. But you can do some uh, dry brushing, mm-hmm. which, you know, I kind of go back and forth between like dry brushing on the face or not. It just really depends on the person mm-hmm. if they're a candidate. Whether like if they're if you've got some stagnation issues, sure, why not? But if yeah. you have any inflammation, active breakout, no. Um, but dry brushing the whole body is a really great way to activate everything. I need to I- start
1: doing that. I have that beautiful Osea dry brush. Oh, yeah. yeah it's still in the bag, oh. but I'm going to get it out. I'm going to get it out yeah, today. Get it out. New Jackie dry brushes every, every time I get in the shower. Yeah. Is that when we're supposed to well, do it? You- I was just told that
0: so you can do it in, there's different before schools of thought yeah. yeah so you can do it that's how I usually recommend mm-hmm. it is before the shower yeah. because then when you're in the shower that can then get the circulation moving with Ooh,
1: the I'm about to be sexy yeah as fuck. I girl mean...
0: I also when I do that so I'll dry brush and I'm not perfect about it either like I recommend these things and it's like I'm not great about always doing it right. myself you know so be human about it right. like if you can just get it done once a week great if not that's fine um, I only shower
1: once a week yeah so. there you go
0: so <laughs> you could, you know you you start at that was a joke. your your feet. You work your way up, always moving towards the heart. And it like just the dry brush itself is just such a light pressure because in order to work the lymph, you just really have to be light. It, you know, it's kind of like the feeling of like just the stone mm-hmm. on you without adding pressure. Like that's enough. Um, then yeah. You go into the shower, do your normal routine just to kind of get that circulation going. And I like to do, like, a little cool flush under my arms because um, that's a great area of where, like, some lymph nodes live. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of get that flushing so that's nice and activated, that's a great way to do it. Um, the rebounder is a great way to do um, – some lymph work I at home. I love a jump
1: sport. Yeah. I love my jump sport so much. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good Even thing. Even just sitting on it and bouncing, mm-hmm. which is really good for dad ass, oh, I must yeah. say, dad ass and those abs.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: I'm all about that bounce, baby.
0: No, it's great for you. Yeah, and you just
1: go natch again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and also, too... Uh, Swimming is great for your lymphatic mm-hmm. system. So, like, yeah, like get in a pool if you can. But also, just taking a bath is great. So, mm. an Epsom salt bath could be really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's there's definitely a lot of things you can do for that lymph. um for that limb. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I just like to make sure this is kind of like a, a side thing, but it helps if you're doing all of that and you're still not really getting your results. Like I find that we all have tech neck, where we're all like slightly yes. jutted forward. But then also as women because we're carrying bags like we often carry a bag on one shoulder versus the other and we don't distribute the weight a lot i thought you meant our boobs well that we're carrying bags (laughs) i was like yeah we got titties yeah (laughs) that's what we call (laughs) them now a purse or a a tote or whatever you you know Mm -hmm. and so we'll be we don't distribute that weight a lot and a lot of the times like that's an area where the lymph is flowing like right where that bag sits so make sure you distribute that weight or maybe like use a backpack or just like be conscious of how much you're carrying at once because maybe if you're blocking that flow, it doesn't really matter what you're doing in order to, like, stimulate that mm-hmm. lymph because mm-hmm. it's not really going to know where to go. It's not going to be able to drain out to the proper areas to drain. Mm-hmm. So um, just making sure that you're conscious of that. So, like, just some light stretching, getting some body work done could be essential.
1: I'm about to dry brush my whole life away. Yes, And girl. I <laughs> cannot wait. Okay. The last question I have, this was Alyssa. Her favorite app was the Gabby Dunn app. Okay, she says, I'm a broke college student. All I hear is people talk about, get this serum, get this cream. I can't afford it. Do you have drugstore brands you like or cheaper products you recommend? And you had the best answer. Because you were like... What did I say? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said jojoba oil. Yeah. You
0: said you don't need f- yeah. cleansers and fancy shit. Yeah, go to your, like, natural food store, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like... I know Erewhon's so expensive so go to like Whole Foods right. <laughs> You're know, do whatever right. you need to do but even like CVS you'll right. find Target yeah, would have it yeah Target definitely has some stuff now yeah. and I'm all about that like I get it mm. I have, I'm still on a budget I just like happen to have a skincare budget now right. but I love when people send me stuff but even then like I love my good organic jojoba oil go with like organic oats like we talked about honey we um you could do um rose water that's cheap Mm -hmm. like you can find a really nice rose water for under $15 um yeah instead of buying like a $90 Kate Somerville cleanser
1: yeah Yeah. you could try to oil cleanse with jojoba oil from target and just see how your face feels how you feel I think that's a I think that's really interesting
0: I'm all about like oats that Mm -hmm. could be a really nice like soft exfoliant too. like yeah, you could you, be natural and poor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a little better for, I don't, I don't want to say the environment, but kind of, because then you're not, like, investing in right. all this, like, plastic right, stuff right. and, like, some of these, like, extra, like... High chemical stuff that you might not adapt well to. Some people make the investment; they like save up all their money and they buy something, and their skin doesn't even do well with it. Right?
1: Or you end up not even using it. Yeah. You know, and it just sits there in the in the product graveyard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you don't need that many damn cleansers. Yeah. Uh, No, you don't. Yeah. You just need like the basics, honestly, and. You know, if you're just starting out, like, start with, like, a really simple routine. Just Mm -hmm. get your cleanser and get a, a moisturizer. And there's really, especially, like you mentioned, Target. They've got some, like, super simple brands that are really basic. So look for, like, the least amount of ingredients. Look for things that you know how to read. Do you have any that you know offhand that they have at Target? Um... What about, like, a cure? Yeah, a cure is great. Yeah. A cure is great. Mm-hmm. And that's also, like, Prime Now. Like, yeah. you can get that at your door right. for sure. Um, and, yeah, it, also, too, this is, like, another quick cheat. If you're looking to be, like, conscious of the ingredients but you also don't have, like, a great budget, there's that app Think Nerdy. Mm-hmm. So you can scan stuff. So if you are at Target and there's all these things that are – available to you but you kind of want to be a little more conscious of your ingredients like you can at least scan them mm-hmm. and then then navigate those options from your budget and then go from yeah. there i mean it sounds like a lot of work but it's really not right you know it's just sort of like it's like
1: what else do you have to do come yeah.
0: on <laughs> that's what i
1: think you're in college <laughs> what are you busy doing studying for exams sure. come on <laughs> uh great okay we answered those questions thank you for that now it is time to wrap up so, Ms. Haley, can you please tell us where we can find you on social media, how we can book you to get ourselves our own therapeutic skin coach session? <laughs> and uh any of your ebooks, anything you want to plug that's
0: coming out this summer, anything? Um, yeah, so I am at therapeutic skin coach on every social media platform. Love. Um And you can find me on TherapeuticSkinCoach.com, which I have, like, my booking app on there. You can easily just make your appointment on there. Or you can just email me at Haley at TherapeuticSkinCoach if that's too much work for you. And you're (laughs) H-A-Y-L-E-Y. H-A-Y-L-E-Y. But, too, uh, Instagram has this, like, cool feature that I constantly have to tell people who DM me this. Like, it says book right on my profile. You can literally, you are on my page. It says book. You can just go. Go, boop, you don't even have to go to the link in bio. Yeah, I don't have to send you anything, you just boop, and there you go. And yeah, it's nice. So, then in terms of promoting anything, I have some great online courses. So, if you're not in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely get started with that. There's an intuitive skin health course that kind of walks you through what I would go through with you as um, a client. Mm -hmm. Like really, the reason I created any of these online guides was because I was kind of tired of repeating a lot of the same information with new clients anyways. And I just felt like the information was growing and growing. So I just put it in this like super attainable online course. And it's like, it's Starts at like nine dollars and goes all the way to like one seventy five. So you can kind of like build your way up. And then the ebook just launched. Um this month nice because when we recorded the OC recording it hadn't come out yet yeah. so look at us now we're thriving honey. I know and it's yeah. how to break up with picking your skin and it's doing really well like I'm super fascinated with like the demographic because it's been everywhere like people from all these different countries are purchasing it and like I love that men are buying it too because they have that same yeah. issue everybody so,
1: does yeah, yeah. and
0: I, I plan on writing more I actually have like several outlined I just um I think like I'm just in that summer mode where mm-hmm. I'm like oh, whatever I'll do it when i do it yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. but in the meantime there's those great resources and get on it because i'm like booking up pretty quickly so if you really want a treatment with me just like just do it yeah just do it
1: yeah yeah i'm in that same boat yeah i need to come yeah come on i go. cannot wait
0: i know i'm gonna get, I'll in get there. my hands
1: in your mouth i can't wait we'll Get intimate. oh i can't wait and i'll sob <laughs> as you do it a single tear oh yeah it'll be great we're gonna get closer i love it it's gonna be fab yeah Haley, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. You're a delight. And I'm not kidding. She has the skin of an angel. Like, everyone's (laughs) in agreement. And we're all nodding. So gorgeous. So she practices what she preaches. And she used to have acne. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not. So she figured this shit out. So she's truly an expert of her craft. So, I highly recommend if you live in LA and you're curious, book an appointment, go on her website, check her out, and especially follow her on Instagram. It's motivational, it's educational, it's really a, a quality account. So, at Therapeutic Skin Coach, follow her.
0: Yay. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: going to just tell everybody that you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Okay. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh.
0: Star-Bans- a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.